Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Welcome to Woman Who Chat. I'm here today with V Portland of Venus Discover You Love You CIC. Hello, V. Hello. And how are you today? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. How it's great to have you here today. I've been so excited about our chat together. Tell me a little bit about you, V, and what you do. So I run a community interest company. I teach, which is one step down from a charity, for those that don't know, where I teach self-esteem and confidence to children from as young as four young people and vulnerable women I coach women one-to-one I create happiness products and I'm an author pretty much everything I do is about helping people live happier kinder more confident lives because I think a lot of us are missing that and I know I certainly was for most of my life and now I'm doing everything I can to help others live more fully and widely you know we want to live the length of our lives but also the width of it don't we we don't want to get to the end and just go that was it then you know, we want to enjoy everything. We certainly do. And the, you, you know, you've got a lot of people set up in business and think, I have this bright idea to do something. But you're actually walking the walk and talking the talk. You've travelled that journey yourself, haven't you? Yeah. And everything I do is because someone's seen me doing it and asked me to teach them how, uh, which is wonderful. It's very affirming, you know, that they're seeing what I do and going, well, she's doing it. She's not just, I didn't wake up. I didn't I wasn't born a confident happy person you know and I lived a life that exacerbated the sadness and and the the lack of worth and it's I'm I'm proof that you can learn to live more happily that you can learn to be more confident that you can learn to be happy with the body you've got whether it's a size zero or a size 32 and anywhere in between you know so yeah very much I'm learning that I'm sharing Uh, and that's what I do and that's a fantastic gift to have you know to be able to share and from your own experiences as well which is very valuable and you've shared those experiences uh, and your story in Mm -hmm. in the publication of your of your book tell us what it's called yep so the book for adults is La Vie Belle uh, learning to live hopefully ever after Uh, and I know that a lot of people say you know we live happily ever after but I personally think that with hope we've got more chance of achieving things no one can expect to be happy ever all the time so hopefully ever after I just that's how I've lived you know I always hoped that there would be better and and there is and there will continue to be so and you're not just a a author of your own book and you've written other books as well tell us about those yes I've written two children's books well I've published two children's books I've got a couple more in the pipeline so yeah for me I've worked with children most of my life and I know the importance of storytelling. And with the CIC, I work with a lot of children that live in poverty and they feel that their only option is to repeat what their parents have done. So work in the local supermarket or get pregnant and get a council flat because they're not surrounded by people that can show them otherwise. So in my children's book, I wanted it to be about encouraging children to dream big because if we can't dream it, then we can't be it. So there's that, but there's also, I'm very passionate about inclusion. 
to in less than four percent of books have a child or have a character with a disability in and when they do it's about the disability normally which is great for raising awareness and we definitely need those books but when there are studies that show that a lot of children won't make friends with someone who looks different to them whether that's because of disability disfigurement or because they're in a higher weight body we need to show that we've all got far more in common than that which makes us different so in my children's books the main character has a visible difference but it's not part of the story and I want readers to see that she's just like me you know she's she's like the reader you know, there she's capable of doing the things that they're doing and yes so they go off on all these wonderful imaginary adventures and you know like swimming with mermaids and crossing roads with sloths and things like that so it's they're lovely books and the illustrations by Donna McGee are just beautiful she did such a great job of translating my brain onto paper and I think quite often we you know as children we do we do we make judgments we make judgments as adults as well mm -hmm. you know what is it to say the first couple of seconds nanoseconds now we make that that judgment about somebody we, and we don't look at the inside which is why i encourage women in the academy to start sharing their stories and and that's what you've done you've you've told your story and you you know they share these stories for children it's such a powerful tool when, when did you become a great storyteller yeah. i i loved writing at school but I wasn't encouraged in any way. You know, my teachers were, were complimentary, but I thought they were just doing their job. And then when I got very ill around 15 years ago, I thought I'd go to a writing group because I needed to get out of the house to find a reason to go. And I started writing then. Uh, then I stopped, you know, because I started running a business and it didn't seem important. And then, you know, the pesky pandemic came along and it was like, well, what will I do now then? And, and a friend encouraged me to write. And yeah, and she only encouraged me to write the book for adults, but she opened up so much creativity in my brain that the children's books are just coming uh, quite quickly, which is wonderful. And having worked with children for so many years, I love children's books. You know, for someone who doesn't have children, I have several hundred children's books <laughs> um, because I just love them. And I think they're so important to encourage a love of literature and empathy to encourage children to experience other lives through a book I mean that's wonderful mm -hmm. and you know to anybody listening to this that's thinking of writing their own story or writing their own book what what's your writing practice do you have a regular writing time each day or do you wait till the it flows share some of the the, the sort of working that you did in in getting your book to print well for me I love writing but I'm easily distracted and I'm not very disciplined. So the thing that worked really well for me is I arranged co-writing sessions. So I'd meet up with someone once or twice a week. We'd come onto Zoom. We'd have a chat about what we're going to write. And then we'd go off and write for an hour and then come back. And at the end, go, this is what I've written. So that really helped uh, because it meant I was accountable. You know, I was working with someone else. So I highly recommend that to everyone. And also the woman that coached me that encouraged me to write it in the first place. She said, just write. Don't try and get it perfect. Just write it. And then, which was hard because I have a habit of reading everything I've written over and over. But I thought, well, no, she knows what she's doing. So whenever I came afresh to it, I would only read the last paragraph so that I knew where I'd stopped. And then when I went back and did the draft, I could uh, read the draft and started editing. But it saved so much time. And... 
it really helped because it did flow. I wasn't worried about whether I was getting the grammar right or the punctuation and, mm. you know, and it really did help. Yeah, I find when I'm writing anything, you know, whether it's short or long and, you know, I'm writing a book as well. I can't help that correcting because I trained as a secretary, you know, punctuation and commas and full stops. Yeah. And it, it was in, ingrained into me. And it's such a hard yeah. habit to break yeah. uh, when you, you're trying to do something different. Let's come back to you again. So what, what do you think has been the biggest challenge in your journey so far? I think I set up my CIC in June 2019 and it was just building momentum. And then the pandemic hit. So I couldn't do any fundraising. Grants became harder to get. So there were days when I thought perhaps I should just give up. You know, there's no point in me pushing this. But I love what I do. I'm really passionate about what I do. And knowing that I could do other things that were related to my CIC, even if I wasn't working directly with people at the time, really encouraged me. To go on and you know and it's made me do things that have been on my someday list you know that list that you want to do but you don't think you'll ever get around to doing and it, it made me do it so the challenge even from the challenge of panicking about surviving in this period was actually a blessing because otherwise I wouldn't have written the books so yeah there's always try and flip it over there's always something on the other side that's good. Great advice. Great advice. So you've had challenges. Obviously, we've come coming out of the pandemic now. You're on a journey yourself. You were a finalist in the Woman Who Achieves Awards yeah. last year. And it was lovely to meet you in person. What's on the horizon? What's next? What's coming up? Who knows? It's, I get really excited about so many things. But when I was writing the, the book for adults, I was like, no, I'm only ever writing one. I've already had an idea for two more. There's more children's books that I'd like to write. I'd like to get out and talk more to people. And I I wear five mantra bands and one of them says, be the change. And I want to get out there. So the book that I've written was the book I needed. And I'd like to reach more people to show them that we don't have to live within the restrictions that both ourselves and others set upon us. So I'd like to reach more people, either through speaking or my writing, to do that. That would be the aim. And you've signed up to the Academy Platinum membership yep. as well. So we'll be working together over the next few months and beyond, I hope. Yep. So that's really exciting that we've got that. In Very the exciting. So, you know, I ask everybody to share a business tip with the audience or a tip that they could help them on their journey. What, what would your tip or piece of advice be? I think it's possibly a, a female thing that we feel that when we set up a business, we've got to know how to do everything. And it's like, well, no, I, I set up my business because I'm good at what I do, but I'm not a good accountant. I'm not good at PR. I'm not good at marketing. So it's okay to ask for help and no one will think any differently of you. And I think that's a really important thing to learn rather than take it all on ourselves. There are other people who set up their businesses because they are brilliant at accounting or marketing. So support each other. You know, it's not showing failure. It's showing support and encouragement and believing in who you are and what you can do and so so rarely do we ask for help we think it's a sign of weakness or a sign mm. of failure or or that we should know all these things but yeah. a lot of women come out of the corporate world and you know they've had an IT department they've yeah. had the finance department and then suddenly you're it you're yeah. everything and you feel as if you're drowning yeah. um, 
but we all felt like that at one point you know and people i think people maybe women more so i don't know uh, need to know that it's okay to ask for help and that's not yeah. a sign of weakness at all is it no not at all not at all well it's been great chatting to you v just remind us how we can get hold of a copy of your book but they're available on amazon uh, and they're also on my website uh, www.venest.co.uk uh, and the children's books are on the waterstones website which is very exciting one day i hope they'll be on the shelves so uh, yeah absolutely fantastic well it's been a pleasure speaking to you thank you uh, so much you're welcome Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.